I know what you mean though, because like you go into somebody's fucking Discord or uh, somebody's Twitch, and like I want to join this guy's Discord, and then afterwards maybe you're just like fuck, I might I'm stuck here because everyone has that uh, the hell is it the the bot that tells you who leaves and stuff. Oh yeah. And the amount of guilt I feel when I know my name pops up on that thing. It's like no. Anxiety <laughs> they, overwhelming. Yeah, they, no. It's like, like I don't, I don't want to leave, but should I stay? Because I'm not gonna do anything here. Yeah, I had feel this, bad about it. <laughs> I had this one thing a while back, and uh, I don't do it anymore because of this one fucking experience. I had everybody's um, Discord is put into folders in Discord because you can put our groups, I guess. And I had one group for ones I didn't check very often, one for groups I checked sometimes, and then the ones that weren't in a group are ones that I always, I'm always in, I'm active in. And there was one fucking day I accidentally went to my monitor and people saw it. And like, why am I in the folder on the bottom? And the other one's like, how come I'm in the folder on the top? And I was like, oh, no. Oh, you showed it. <laughs> so I ungrouped everything and I'm just like stuck with these fucking like 15 different things all down the side. I was like, oh, it sucks. Just because the guilt yeah. got me. The anxiety yeah. is too much. The guilt and the anxiety. How was work today? Uh, not too bad. I was I was actually expecting to work a lot later than um, ended up happening. I kind of actually left moderately on time, but oh, nice. As Fridays go, our salesmen like to pull things out of their rear end and just say, "Hey, this is hot. We need this now." And I'm uh, like, and then they start asking, like, "Who's on call?" But here's the thing: I'm always on call because I'm the only you... person in my my position are you seriously always on call yeah pretty much oh. yeah there there is one other person that will basically he's he's like my my backup so yep. like i was out this monday because i wasn't feeling well so mm -hmm. i took monday off and which i've knew, i've used zero of my time up until monday for this this like uh vacation period yeah because it's not annually it's off of your hire date but anyways ah uh, gotcha uh, yeah so he he he's like my filler in case i'm not there but he doesn't take call weekends okay. so the guy that used to take my call week or take the other call weekend he moved to another department so therefore he has no involvement in any of the stuff that i do anymore so oh. it's just it's just me shit is it better run by one person or did you guys like bump heads occasionally well, I mean, I really only, I was, I'm the only person that works in my position. Um, oh. The workflow, the the amount of work that we have currently doesn't mm -hmm. justify having two people. When I did it originally, the design review technician, um, we had two people. It was because there was so much more volume of work. So you had to have two people or it would create a bottleneck. Oh. And then that just disrupts the flow of jobs on the floor. Yeah, it makes sense. So, but since things got slower and, and they kind of, diversified their work and then they have other um departments and operations so they have their own re review uh technicians so it kind of took the load off mm -hmm. plus they kind of made some things a little bit more streamlined so it's not necessary hmm. to have two people although my boss did say that they will eventually reevaluate having somebody else in but that just makes me worry because they're thinking about adding more responsibilities on the position ah uh, yeah that you know sense. how that is yeah yep. Yeah, we, things are a little slow, so you could do more. I'm like, but does it pay more? And they're like, eh, not really. I'm like, oh no, shit. But See, I'm used to it. 
The problem I run into right now is I'm so fucking intrigued by your job. And I want to ask so many questions about like, oh my god, what do you do and all this other stuff? Because I don't know, it's it's a world I've never been in before. I never it's experienced. very technical. Yeah. And, and like, kind of boring, but kind of interesting at the same time. Yeah, because like my dad works at a, sorry, my stepdad works at the mines in, um, I think they're, it's upper, like northeastern BC. I can't remember exactly where, but he works in the mines and he drives a gigantic fucking truck like huge and all he does is he sits in this thing uh bulldozer sorry and uh oh. it's got a super sharp blade on the front that he just drives into the rock with it and cuts like perfect slices out so they can mine whatever the fuck it is they're mining i think it's coal but i could be wrong and that's all he does and like it's interesting but i think it's because you know like big trucks <laughs> that sounds pretty brutal to be honest yeah it he works i just i devour fucking rocks <laughs> yeah he does like 16 or i think he said like 12 to 16 hour days for Ooh, about man. uh two is it 10 days on four days off i think it is oh it's, okay he's got one of those schedules. yeah yeah it's something w ridiculous it's one of those or it might be like 10 days on six days off it's something when i heard it, i was like shit that's not bad and like they have their own apartments up there that are like 200 bucks a month and they all get fed and there's a bar that you're not allowed to get drunk at and you're not allowed to smoke weed. And it's just, there's a lot of rules. <laughs> Sounds like, like how people go offshore because they do stuff like they'll do like a week on yeah, or actually no, some will do like 14 and seven. They'll hmm. usually do like those stay out there for like two weeks, but like, even if you're not working, yeah, and I've never worked on an offshore rig. I would never do that because I like to be in my own bed. Yeah, at every evening with my wife. Yep. in my house. Exactly. Um, even though the pay is ridiculously good, mm -hmm. and of course, working in the industry that I work in, I've met tons of people, talked to tons of people. You know. Yeah. And uh, like, yeah, you go out there, you could work for like two hours, but you'll get paid for twelve because you're always there. Yeah, yeah, you're always there, and. uh but of course you know it's it's dangerous you know there's yep. a lot of risk that but there's a lot of safety things that are involved and all that so it's it's better than it used to be but it's still mm -hmm. dangerous and and you're hundreds of miles away from any civilization yeah and you're yeah. in the elements however when weather does get bad especially hurricane season mm. they usually fly all those people and they'll evacuate those rigs oh so shit yeah oh yeah when the weather gets like around peak hurricane seasons around September, of course, yeah. literally right at my birthday. Um, <laughs> they uh, they usually have a lot of people that come in from offshore and they wait it out. Basically, this everything kind of revolves around that, you know. Yeah. Damn. But it's a lot of stuff, man. I I, I the funny thing is, I had no zero. I mean, absolute zero intention of getting into the oil field industry. What did you do beforehand? Nothing. Really? I, got in, I, I literally got into uh, my job. Well, I got into the oil field industry in 2005. Mm -hmm. So it was basically right out of high school. Oh, wow. Was, yeah. So I, yeah, I graduated in 2005. Um, and probably by, it was actually by October no yeah 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 it was october when i started working for the company that i've been yeah. working with since then so damn and knew zero about the industry i i had no prior experience i everything i basically learned 
um, all on-site training and and uh, basically went from there. So it's a long story. <laughs> no, no, dude. So here's the weirdest thing. I <clears throat> I never really. I don't usually just hit record the minute I start the call. <laughs> now I never have. I've done fifteen of these. And I've never once hit record as soon as the call goes. And the only reason being is because I like to start it up by saying like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is what I do. This is why I'm doing it. And blah, 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 blah. But I've watched you stream and we've talked over Twitter and we've talked over Twitch. And I had some sort of feeling that I was just like, I don't need to do any of that with you at all. Because I know the minute we start fucking talking, it's just going to be like smooth, smooth runnings. Snowball. Yeah, man. Amazingness. <laughs> but like, so uh, the interviews are basically uh, just a little explanation. The interviews are basically, why did you start streaming? What made you start streaming and everything? But it's also, it, it's about you. That's pretty much what I want to get. It's These originally started because I wanted to show you know, with COVID and all that crap, everyone started streaming. Like it, you, it's so oh easy to God, stream now. Yes. So and, many people have gotten into it. It's, yeah. it's really what I, I actually love it. I love that mm -hmm. because people have been, they've been experimenting. Yeah. And this is kind of a, this is kind of a tangent, but oh, um, no, whatever. because you brought it up, I, I've, I've been sitting, you know, on the sidelines, always yeah. kind of just peering into the windows <laughs> and, uh, there's a lot of people that I know, like even personally that yeah. have reached out to me and they're like, Hey man, they know that I do this. They're mm -hmm. like, what, what, what can I do to like get into all that? And I, I was like, Brad, you're asking a really broad question because yeah. it's, it's a lot more than some people think, but I think it's a great time right now for it is. to do that because you, you get to see parts of you that you didn't really yep. either understand or know that was potentially there. Yeah. And I love that. You and I think it's so exciting. You're not you're not limited to the people you meet because the people oh, are everywhere. No. Like I never yeah. thought in a million years. There's one guy, we call him Polly. I think his name is Paul. I don't have a fucking clue. I really don't. I don't care either. I like the guy. But he lives in fucking Germany. And like I've met people in Britain and England and the UK and like it's fucking crazy. There's there's a guy who lives four hours away from me. I met him two months ago, and as soon as it's sunny enough, I'm hopping on my motorcycle, and I'm fucking off to his house. Like, <laughs> I never would have met this guy if it wasn't for Twitch. Yeah, it's that's the beauty of it, because there's it's it's way more accessible now than it used to be years ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, literally, I've, I've told this to a couple people also. They're like, oh, I want to get a PC and all this other hardware. I said, dude, you can literally start streaming on your phone. You realize that? Like, you can start yeah. your streaming career on your phone and just go from there like it's that accessible now i remember i remember how well even playstation playstation you can stream straight from your console it's not even that hard like it's so ridiculously easy like it's easy to get in the door obviously it's much harder to get yeah. established but you know that's that's a whole different conversation yeah the... <laughs> but I, I think a lot of people are intimidated by it because they're kind of used to seeing it like but not knowing how to get into the space, but they really want to. Yeah. Well, so, so just, just my opinion and like part, part of this too, uh, 
I am not one of the people who, if I have an opinion, you're, there's no way you're changing my opinion. I'm not one of those people. So if you're just like, look at it this way, you could probably sway me. So like, don't worry about that kind of shit. Um, I've met a few people on Twitch who they don't start streaming until they already have a professional looking stream. Everything oh. is perfect, flawless, and beautiful on their very first stream. They've trial and errored everything, and it's great. And sometimes it works out. But then other times they sit there and they go, why the fuck is it this working? Why is it nobody coming? I spent so much time on this shit. It's like all oh, of my RGB lighting. It yeah, should be working. Oh my God. That's it just, it hurts me. It hurts me. Now it's kind of, I mean, I will say this. Okay. Mm. We're in a, the streaming scene. We're in a scene where yes, production value definitely will separate you from the average yeah you know or or i would say amateurish streamer there's no doubt about that obviously people love production value things, mm -hmm. they love when things look nice the beauty this is this this is kind of like those i put it i, I kind of put it in a weird situation where it related to how i grew up where we didn't have a lot growing up okay so we slowly piece by piece you know built ourselves up to mm -hmm. where we are now same thing with me and my wife and that reflects into my streaming career or my whatever you want to call it content creation journey i don't whatever fancy term you want to use for it yeah but i always remember that when i started i the only thing that i got like when i first started was an, a little elgato capture card yeah i had a really crappy pc cr like no lighting crappy like walmart super low-end logitech camera like all those things but hmm. now obviously i have better equipment but i always go back to thinking of where i came from dude my and, very sorry go ahead <laughs> well uh, it's just like i always use that as kind of like a reflection of almost like how i grew up we didn't have a lot growing up and now ah. you know i've established myself and it, it reflects in the same way that i built my career from basically nothing to where it is now and i have a lot of appreciation for it now, people that are getting into the space now, they see uh -huh. all these fancy setups and they, they almost want to mimic that. But you you appreciate it more. And I, I'm not trying to say no, you have to sense. you have to do it, you know, that way. But I have seen each stage to where it is now. And obviously, it's going to go further than that, especially with me and my wife are getting a new house built. So there's going to be a lot of Ooh, changes damn. and upgrades. And oh, yeah, this, this is a long journey. And the ever-evolving scene is that you you want to change because it, yeah. it gives you a visual representation of okay i've grown from this point from point a to point b to point c you know it gives you a good guide but when people kind of hold themselves back like you were saying like oh i gotta get all this stuff set up professionally mm -hmm. but they're wait it's wasting so much time just getting started just get started don't wait on all that stuff because you can just keep changing that and evolving that over the years or, or well, I say over the years, some people won't stick to it that long, but over yeah. the weeks or months or whatever, um, you don't have to go all in, you know, and expect it to work. Those things can't replace you and your personality or who you are. If you're comfortable with doing it, you don't even know if you're going to be comfortable with doing it. It's like, yeah, that I don't makes know. Sense. It, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird like viewpoint because some people, it, like I said, I know that production value is important mm -hmm. if you really want to stand out. But on the same hand is 
that production value isn't going to equal success. You know, it brings up a good point too. Like you, you mentioned that you started from, I'm going to, you know, just basically say you started from Walmart stuff. Um, Oh God. Yeah. (laughs) And like I did, I did is not, you know, the same, but like my, if you go to my first VOD, which is actually on fucking YouTube, it was so bad that I had two scenes over top of each other. And it was, I streamed like that for five hours because I didn't know. Yeah. It was so fucking (laughs) terrible. And like, I started off with a razor camera and like a really shitty uh, microphone and then a snowball. And then I've upgraded. It was like, there's the progression and everything. But what you just made me think of is if you put all of that time, and like you said, you know, there's no problem in doing it. But if you put all that money and effort into having the perfect setup on your first stream how do you when like five years from then you have nothing to look back on it's probably the same shit because you already have like the best shit i feel like that's crazy doing i feel like doing that also motivates you it motivates you to try harder to experiment more like yeah how can i get the most of out of what i what i currently have perfect Mm. example and this is kind of a weird way of of connecting the two so before i got into streaming i did youtube for many years okay most people let's let's just say most people that upload videos to youtube they use like sony vegas or some kind of movie editing software you know what i did for four years on youtube you know what i used oh god i'm so worried windows movie maker (laughs) that's fucking awesome windows movie maker and i guarantee you i figured out how to use that program to its absolute fullest because <laughs> that's so that was what, that's what i had available it was free on my computer i figured out every little workaround to mm. make the most out of it and then there was people that i was in a facebook group yeah called uh gamers of youtube it was this kind of just grassroots community and it was really good for a while and okay some of those people in there were using like Sony Vegas and all this other stuff. And I'm like, I don't have the money for that. You know, I'm just mm. getting started off. So I'm just using what I have. And my videos were performing better than theirs. <laughs> and I used <laughs> Windows Movie Maker. Like it's it's proof that you do not need the best to get yeah. some kind of quality, you know, product out of it. Yeah. You I can't can substitute it, you know. I can agree with that because, like, everyone that I've talked to—not everyone, sorry—the uh, majority of the people I've talked to, they've said, "Oh, you should use Premiere, or you should use fucking DaVinci." And I, I come from animation, and I've used a lot of editing softwares. DaVinci, way too fucking complicated. If you're doing YouTube videos and you're doing them in DaVinci, I, whatever. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm just not gonna. <laughs> I've been using Filmora Pro Nine because it was cheap. And it's just, it's quite literally like fucking cut and paste. That's it. And it was, easy peasy. it was beautiful. And I have some people who just shit on it. They're like, it's too easy. It's so stupid. I'm like, dude, it's so easy. And they're like, yeah, it's too easy. I'm like, I don't see what the problem is here. <laughs> but it works. Like, exactly. You know, if it it's works, awesome. then what's the problem? Do you have to drag yourself through freaking glass yep. for to, to prove that you can make some kind of good content? Like, I don't. Yeah. Or, so, you know, I, I don't know. It's ridiculous. It's almost, it's almost kind of gatekeeping in a way. Like, yeah. oh, you have to use this or you, or there's no way your video can be good. Like, yeah. No. That's fucking <laughs> Just like crazy streaming. You don't need to have all that equipment if you can get the most out of it. Like creating, yeah. being, being unique 
is not limited by your software because there's mm. always ways you can figure out something. It's it's really just a limitation set on you by your creativity, not yeah. so much the hardware or the software. I mean, yes, there are some things that will look better, like better cameras or yeah. better capture systems. But, okay, let's say you don't have that. We'll make up for that with making little goofy, intricate you know, whatever your imagination come up for, for scenes or mm -hmm. little, I don't know. There's just so much out there that you yeah. can substitute and save all that money for. And wait, you don't need it now. Yeah. I, don't know, I, I hate to see people hold themselves back because of stuff like that. It's like, just get started. Yeah. You know? I, my advice to everyone that I've talked to, uh, especially like people who come into my chat and they're like, hey, well, what should I do when I start streaming? I'm like, don't fucking bother with a camera if you don't need to, but have a good mic. That's it. Just have oh, a good yeah. mic and you're good. Because I, I can look at, you know, if the fucking video is in 480, I don't care. But if your mic sounds really bad, there's a good chance I'm probably not going to stick around. If it sounds like you're going through a McDonald's drive-thru, you oh, might yeah. want to get something different. <laughs> yeah. So I actually have two questions for you. And uh -oh. only because of something I just learned. From this. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, I actually honestly did not read the message. I, I promise you I didn't read that one from Twitter. I refused oh, to. Oh, yeah. The, the, well, that was kind of my fault. But that's no, okay. that's okay. But why, what made you start streaming? Like, you know, no, actually, I'm going to start with the one other one. Oh. Why did you start with YouTube? That is a good question. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to put this all on my brother-in-law. I blame okay. him. He's the reason. Okay. Um, Let's see. What even year was it? I think it was 2008. Mm -hmm. No. Hold up. I'm I'm not looking on my YouTube channel right now. Oh, dude, it's okay. <laughs> no, I, I wanted to I wanted to look up um something real quick. Mm. Just to see. So I can get a good. Oh, oh it's okay. I was close. I was gonna say eight years ago, seven years ago. Damn. So a little over, a little over seven years ago. Okay. Um, my brother-in-law had picked up a. It's called a Hapog. I think yeah. that's the name brand. Uh, DVR kit, huh. and which I was, I've been familiar with DVR kits like back in when I used to play Halo with my my old pals. Yeah. And uh, they would, you know, oh, I'm gonna days. record this. I record this footage with my dazzle cable and it was like this new thing and everybody was trying to mm -hmm. I can save my clips before people were uploading a ton of stuff on YouTube. Yeah. And but he ended up getting a, a little Hapog system. And at the time I was really heavy into Battlefield Three. Oh okay. like that was like my you know, I was just immersed in that in that game and that franchise. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm gonna get a capture card like you got one i'm gonna go find one not i don't want to get the same one he had i was like mm -hmm. let me go see what they got and i man, i managed to save a little bit of money and uh i was working my job obviously but we were trying to save money and uh i was like well let me go get a little little kit and i already had a really crappy e-machine from walmart like yeah. this is like a two three hundred dollar computer like garbage little micro pc <laughs> Yeah. And uh, I was like, dude, I want to record our footage because we were always playing. And I was like, because there was no DVR systems built into the, to the Xbox 360s back then. Yeah. Not like they have now. Mm. So I was like, yo, I want to record this footage. And then I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll edit it together and put it on YouTube. And I was like, okay. So I literally 
<laughs> uploaded like this just short like montage of battlefield clips with some stupid like rap music over it and it's just like <laughs> like quintessential yeah. youtube back then yeah i've edited and, a few uh, of those for people yeah i was just like i just really want to try because before then i've always done a lot of creative like artistic things i used to like making stop motion animation stuff yeah i love to make um i, I love to draw i love to write like either do short stories or poems and it was just it felt like another way to be creative in that sense with making some kind of piece of art with yes. game footage and music and it was just huh. okay well it's something i'm already doing i'm already playing video games yeah i've been doing that for over 30 32 years now mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm going to upload it to YouTube. And then I started uploading more and more. Like I, I started wanting to make these little like almost like montage music video battlefield videos. Like that was the focus of my content was battlefield for quite some time. Uh, okay. And because I love the series. So it was kind of like the beginning of why I wanted to do it. But then it transformed into, okay, let's see how far I can push my creative talents. So I started trying to get better at editing i tried to get better at creating almost a story with these scenes huh. and around that time i started to get into i found that facebook group you know yeah. so i was already trying to share experience out there i was like well maybe people will watch my videos however with youtube the same thing today is the same thing as it was seven years ago i always wanted to upload videos that i wanted to watch yeah so all the content that I, I would rewatch my videos over and over again, because I really enjoyed it. Like I really actually enjoyed watching it. And I never really was a person that would watch a lot of other like YouTubers or big YouTubers. Mm -hmm. It was just like watching my own content, which sounds really weird. Now I get <laughs> like I stroking to... my own ego. Like, like I really like this. You know? I listen to my own Spotify sometimes. It's I get <laughs> it, man. And I, so yeah, I, I got, you know clips and stuff i started uploading youtube and stuff and then i found this facebook group and from there i started to realize that there was much more that i could start working on which mm -hmm. kind of set the seed for twitch essentially yeah so in this facebook group it was gamers of youtube you know there was a lot of people that were bouncing ideas off of each other and like trying to basically it was like a, a soup bowl of just interesting creators throwing all kinds of things around and and kind of like passing knowledge off to one another yeah and then it kind of transpired into okay let's let's make more centralized I, I would try to make more centralized content and started making somewhat small series and then i started really trying to refine the things that i did before hmm. almost like trying to not reinvent but kind of put a fresh coat of paint on what i was doing yeah Again, with the same notion of these are the things that, that I like. You know, this is the content that I like. And within that group, I kind of realized that with YouTube, it there's a disconnect. There's a big disconnect between creator and the audience or the viewer or however yes. you want to word it. Yes. There's such a disconnect. And I hated that because yep. I felt like, okay, I'm, I'm putting a lot of work in these videos because some of these videos would take me like two weeks to make because yeah. I was using Movie Maker, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't super easy. Um, but 
there was such a disconnect and I felt like there was this wall that I just wanted to tear down. Yeah. And uh, I dabbled in, I actually dabbled in Twitch and then I, and then I quit and then I went to YouTube gaming. Yes. Oh, I tried after setting all this, not setting a bunch of stuff up, but just kind of like almost taking my YouTube setup that I had for videos and then just slapping like a shitty camera, like that Logitech just in the corner somewhere. Yeah. Not having any idea what I was doing. But I was like, well, I like to play Battlefield again. Uh, Or um, I think my first live stream ever was Fallout Fallout 3 or Fallout New Vegas. Okay. Um, So I, I did that. And uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, let me just try to live stream it because I, I had started hearing word of people doing live streams. And I was like, well, maybe we could do that. Hmm. And I started off on Twitch. Zero. I'm talking about zero traction. Nothing. When and you say like, traction, what do you mean? No, just no, either no viewers, gotcha. nobody gotcha. in chat, like nothing. It was literally just zero interaction so i was kind of disappointed because that idea that i had with okay i want to tear down this wall of of you know me posting a video and then waiting for people to respond to it i wanted it to be live because i felt like myself from being in that youtube group Mm -hmm. that i had a lot of personality to offer but i felt like it was being hidden behind this wall yeah with youtube and i wanted to break out of that Mm. So I slowly started to distance myself from the the Facebook group because at that it was such a distraction. It felt like yeah. it was distracting me too much from making my content and uh, kind of slowed down my content upload. And I was trying to still figure out what I wanted to do. Well, yeah, I tried Twitch. I did it for a little while. I don't think it was, but maybe a couple months. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna back off of that. And then I started doing more videos again. And then I was like, well, I'm already on YouTube and they have YouTube gaming. That was when YouTube gaming kind of came out. Yeah. So I tried it. That was recent too, wasn't it? Well, it got shut down and then it basically got remerged. Yeah. So YouTube gaming used to be its own kind of entity. So you would have, it's like a whole different website from YouTube. Okay. And people could tell when you're live, but it was really really brutally hard to get like um i guess exposure on there yeah that makes any sense no it does but i had at that time i kind of had a little small following on like i had established on youtube because people watch my videos they love my content yeah so they would come in they would start watching my streams and i was really surprised i was like oh this is this is pretty good you know hmm. and I learned a lot from those couple streams that I did. Well, I say a couple. I, I did like a whole playthrough of Fallout New Vegas, like live on YouTube gaming. Yeah. I don't think I saved any of it <laughs> either, which kind of sucks. But I did that. And during that playthrough, I started to really understand a little bit more of what it meant to be kind of a, you know, I, I started breaking down the wall of what it meant to be a streamer. Yeah. And then I slowly said all right well i'm gonna keep uploading to youtube i'm gonna keep doing that because i've still enjoyed the fuck out of it i've really loved editing i really loved taking the time it was almost therapeutic yeah to me i can understand that and then i said okay let's take another shot at twitch because 
the i i loved the system that was in place like i love it i love the way that it's presented i love that it the way that it's built like it's it's infrastructure was really nice yeah and then also at that time they had a lot more tools than youtube gaming is which is kind of weird because youtube is such a video focused you know upload editing kind of stuff system but twitch just seemed more appealing mm-hmm. so i was like well you know what let's, let's let's step back up to the to the home plate and let's see what we can do and and from then i started really trying to explore more of who i was okay like i was still in that phase of trying to figure out like who am i as a streamer like what what is what is the reason behind what i'm doing and in that phase between youtube and then twitch then youtube gaming and twitch again i was wanting to build a community like that was kind of my underlining goal was because like i wanted to tear down that wall of of interaction yeah and then having a community of individuals who are still trying to like figure out themselves and be a little bit more comfortable with who they are and and yeah have a nice place to come to and gather and just interact with it was kind of the reason that i wanted to get into it overall but then it was also a part of me trying to figure out who i was as i guess a person but also as a content creator if that makes any sense no it totally does it's like you know because you you really do learn more about yourself and what it is that you're trying to achieve when you're doing this i mean some people they'll never think about it on that level because i don't know they just don't look beyond the i'm playing a game come watch me that's, yeah and that's i noticed that with there's a nothing lot of wrong with kids. that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that yeah, but there's a big difference. There's an audience for that, but I feel like the audience for that is a little bit smaller. Yeah, and it's... I I almost think that when you hit a certain point on Twitch, like fame level, I feel like you turn into that not on purpose, but because your chat gets so out of fucking control. There's you. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, that's that's things that I worry about. Yeah, that's and, and I I mm. I despise it to a point. It's because... a fear of mine, an actual fear. <laughs> because I'm so I, I'm so in love with my community. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely in love with my community because not because like, oh, they support me, but because this is the reason why I started this journey was yep. to be at this point and I'm here and I love it. I can obviously see things that are coming at me on the horizon. Yeah. And I'm treading very very carefully because i don't want to lose any control which that's kind of the control freak in me i don't want to lose any of what all of this is but Hmm. i also know that there's a lot of potential but i want to make sure that everything is within some degree of what i want to maintain yeah that you know it's it's hard for some people to understand that because they're like, Oh yeah, I want to start streaming. I'm going to be super famous and make all this money and do all this. It's like, you don't understand. No, there's so much gravity of that. There's so much more. There's so much more. And it's, it's a dangerous thing because a lot of people, they see that. And and it pains me when people look at, you know, the big streamers and obviously there's a lot of news coverage and there's a lot of articles like, Oh, this streamer made, x amount of money in this quarter of the year or mm-hmm. or you know they've uh partnered with this brand and and that's the face of the platform that we'll see but yeah 
or same thing with YouTube, like YouTubers making millions of money. You know what? That's like a one less than a one percent. That's people that are doing that. Honestly, that's why I gave up on YouTube. <laughs> I've been doing YouTube and Twitch for about four and a half years now, and I about a month and a half ago I told everybody in my last my uh, kind of my last video on YouTube and everyone on Twitch I'm like I'm done I it, it's just as much as view count shouldn't bother you it was and it was just like every all, all 350 videos minus like some animation ones and a couple other them they all said about 20 I'm just like I just can't do it anymore yeah I, it was getting to me and like I could tell by watching the videos that certain games like I've had some uh uh, developers i played games for them the videos did pretty well the developer and i are still in contact and stuff and i play all his games and i do it on twitch and shit so that was nice but it was just it, it got to a point where I, like i was playing games for content and i wasn't playing them for me and that's when i was like yeah. i gotta i gotta stop so now it's just twitch and uh, twitch and spotify because youtube it was so fucking nice to hear you say there's a disconnect between you and your viewers because that's exactly <laughs> what I've been telling every single person who's like, what's your thoughts on YouTube? I'm like, I don't like it because all you have connection wise to your viewers is comments and half of yeah. them don't comment. So you put shit up and then you wait. I hate that. It's and such a dreadful thing. That's why I went to fucking Twitch because on Twitch, <laughs> it's just like everyone's right there and like, I don't like to leave the house. I'm very much, I could, this COVID shit, pardon me, it sucks, but it's great for me because I fucking hate going outside. I love being inside <laughs> and going outside for work and then coming home and never leaving. I'm so, like, the same way, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, Twitch is perfect for this because it's like, this is me hanging out with all my buddies. Yeah, introverts united. Yeah, exactly. But staying at home, but staying at home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's fucking. Um, uh, and see, like, I've transformed my YouTube, actually, because mm -hmm. I, I kind of had left it also. Like, I, yeah. I, did a, I did a video, oh, man, how long ago was it? It was probably about two years ago, Yeah, I believe. And I was like, oh, this is my last YouTube video. And, mm. and I was like, you know what? I, I was kind of in the same boat. Yeah, it was three years ago. So mm -hmm. up to that point, I have... I started doing like parts of playthroughs and everything kind of got discombobulated because I was, I, I, I wasn't focusing on what I wanted to do. I was kind of doing the kind of, in a way, the content thing, you yeah. know, it's like, I need to upload something, but yeah, it's called like, the YouTube disease. Apparently <laughs> I learned that the I, other day on H3. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I think he called it the YouTube disease or the YouTube disorder. It's something where everything needs to be content and it's something that happens to content creators where you can't do anything because you feel like if you're doing it it has to be content and it it yeah. kind of fucks with your life it kind of i i, I kind of gotta admit that i am a little bit in that realm again but it's i feel much more in control this time which is mm. good but i but i'll explain that a little bit mm. more um I don't know however long you plan on doing this, but I could. I don't really give talk a shit right now. I could fucking <laughs> talk forever. Um, it, but yeah, I feel that because um, towards that point, like I said, about three years ago, I was like uploading a lot, and I started re-uploading live streams, just like raw. I was doing yeah. a, a lot of. I was playing a lot of Battlefield at that time. I was hmm. like, I mean, not Battlefield. Um, my bad. Dark Souls three uh. and PUBG. 
PUBG. I was doing Fuck, a I ton loved of that, that game at the time. At the time, yeah, I was so like in, in. Then I started streaming a lot of PUBG on Twitch. You know, yeah, I was like when it first came out, and everybody was like, "Oh, you know, the new hot thing." Yep. Um, I started uploading that there. So basically, it was like this transition where I wasn't making curated content for YouTube. I was just taking my streams and just okay. slapping them on there, or just highlights, and was not really putting that amount of work and passion that I was before, which wasn't a bad thing. Like the, I don't mean it was a bad thing. It was, I was so happy with yeah. the way that Twitch was that I was like, yeah, let's, I'm, I'm kind of done with YouTube, you know? Yeah. And now I've transformed it in a way where YouTube now is an extension of my Twitch. So what do you upload to that now? Twitch. Like, uh, it, it's basically my VODs, saved oh. highlights or series like a uh, perfect example visage visage has been a huge like pillar of some of my success yeah yeah because so i noticed I a... you fucking exploded recently <laughs> yeah visage was a huge uptick mm -hmm. um one video i uploaded like got a couple million views whoa yeah <laughs> a couple million views um and that transpired into people like, hey, do you have a YouTube? And and it's kind of funny because TikTok reignited my uh, passion for doing YouTube. But yeah. YouTube wasn't in that same realm of I'm going to make an edited video. What I did was I kind of made this marriage between Twitch and YouTube. So what I've done is take my VODs. Yeah. I've edited out a lot of the fat kind of condensed it because some streams are like three four hours long like oh hell yeah three hours yeah so i trim it down to where it's at least like an hour okay um some people will never watch that they they just won't but there's actually been quite a ton of people that are going and watching like the full playthroughs and they're just leaving comments and i love this playthrough and this game was so good and yeah so it's like a merger of twitch with youtube so i found this great balance and ever since I started doing that again, my YouTube channel is exploding. Damn. Absolutely. When I left YouTube, okay. Mm -hmm. When I left YouTube, I did a goodbye video. Um, I was at about 400 subscribers, which okay. is not bad for a small channel. It's yeah, not no, bad that's not at bad. All. Around the same time, a year later, I did a Twitch video. I'm looking at it right now because I have my yeah. <laughs> YouTube channel up for good uh, comparison. So... A year later, after I did that goodbye video, yeah, I did a Twitch milestone video of 500 followers. Okay, so that was two years ago. Okay, and then I uploaded some clip. I did like a best of clips of 2018. I did yeah. parts of playthroughs. Those were all kind of discombobulated. Yeah. And then I did some curated videos. I did like one or two curated videos for YouTube. Um, I did like a little talk about Battlefield Five or mm. whatever. Then I started getting heavy into uploading playthroughs again, but they were from my streams, and oh. it went from it went from four hundred subscribers to now I'm at like ten k or something, right? Almost at ten k. Fuck me. So it's using the power of it's kind of a domino effect. It's Twitch or it's TikTok into Twitch or TikTok into YouTube. So yeah. I've I've I've, um, what do you call it? I've leveled the power of those platforms to benefit the other ones. And that's a hard thing to do when it comes to 
getting people from one platform to go to another. Yeah, it, especially it with YouTube and Twitch. Yeah, but TikTok works great in that sense because people see that little snippet. It's like a yep. little bite-sized piece. They're like, mm -hmm. I want the whole fucking pie. Yeah. They're like, well, here you go, you know? And TikTok kind of pushed me into tackling, like, looking, reevaluating and looking at YouTube like, okay, well, a ton of people still use YouTube. They do. There's so many videos that are uploaded. There's so, such a huge audience there. It's like, yeah. okay, well, here you go. You can watch it. It's there. You can watch it whenever because not everybody can watch a live stream. And it's, honestly, it's, nobody's watching VODs on Twitch. <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's a rare thing. It yeah. really is. I've seen some of mine that have done pretty well. Like they'll mm -hmm. go back and rewatch because I'm telling them on TikTok, like, hey, I have a VOD saved or it's I don't have the time to edit it and upload. I can't even keep up with the demand. Yeah, which is a good problem to have, mm -hmm, especially mm -hmm. in our space. But I'm trying my best to keep up with it. You know, I have yeah. a full time job and a wife, and yeah. So, um, it's it's a delicate balance, mm -hmm. and trying to keep up with the the demand is in a comfortable realm for me because I'm still doing what I love to do. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm reaching beyond and be like, oh, I just, I have to do this. Like, because everybody says you got to do this amount of content, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, fuck no, you. I'm do it, do, what I do want. it for you. Yeah. And I literally go back and I'll watch like my clips or I'll watch my own TikToks and I'm laughing my ass off. And yep. TikTok reminds me of YouTube in the beginning. It's kind of weird because no, it's such I, a small bite-sized yeah. piece. It does. It, and you can get creative with that just same yeah. way it, it's the same way i was with youtube i can get creative i make videos on my phone and then I upload them on tiktok yeah and you're getting this because you're getting the same kind of reaction that you would off of youtube because you're waiting on comments or what or likes mm -hmm. it's the same thing but it's a smaller footprint if that hmm. makes any sense like no, it it's does. a smaller bite-sized piece and people they like that little taste and it's, oh well, here you go. You want to go to YouTube? There's a full video right there. Yeah. And there are so many comments saying, oh, I came from TikTok. I love this full video. And I'm like, this is like the golden middle chain that we were yeah. missing years ago. <laughs> well, it's because like with YouTube and shit, right? To find out if you really like someone, you end up having to watch a, a five minute video. Yeah. Just, you know. And then to get through their intro, <laughs> yeah, to ch yeah, basically. So you end up you can't fit as many with TikTok. You can scrub through like fifteen different creators in less than five minutes. Oh God, yeah. Unless you you're... get a good taste of their content too in that five yeah. minutes. Especially if you start liking like other Twitch people, TikTok will only show you more Twitch people. At yeah. least on my phone, and I oh I'm yeah, constantly that's, getting them. their algorithm is really it's really detailed in that sense. Yeah. Or it doesn't exist. The algorithm is a myth. <laughs> well, I don't know. You listen to all those people that talk about the algorithm. I, I don't follow any of that bullshit. I just do what I want. Yeah. As I've done for years. And it's it's worked out that way. I mean, I'm obviously with this ups and downs. But yeah. it's kind of weird because it's, like it's, it's like coming back full circle because it's like, oh, I started on YouTube and then I left it and now I'm kind of back on it. Yeah. And it's one of my more successful, like, um, outside of TikTok because mm -hmm. that's just ridiculous. Um, it's one of my fastest growing, like content focused platforms. Yeah. But my, my, obviously my Twitch is doing rather well, but my YouTube is doing exponentially better mm. from a, from a, 
um, interaction-based platform, I guess you could say. Yeah, and probably compared oh, to before as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's just, I don't know. And, and again, YouTube, I, the way that I look at YouTube is the same as I did before. It is a place for me to explore who I am. And hmm. all of all this stuff between YouTube and between Twitch is me trying to figure out who I am and what I'm capable of. And how far I can push my creativity. I, I just feel like it's it's like taking drawings that I used to do yeah. and trying to see how well I can improve on it. It's the mm. same thing. It's the same way I look at it. Except for, on top of that, I've been able to build an amazing community. Yeah. And I love that. Like, that's having a space where people can come together. And it, it kind of sounds cheesy. And a lot of people are like, oh, I just want to create positivity. But do you have uh... a space where people can feel comfortable? Like that's yeah. the most important thing. See, that's I, I'm not a I'm not against the people who say, um, I just want to create a positive place, but I I think they're coming from the right place, but it's not the correct there's something wrong with the way that they're saying it, I think. And I don't know, maybe you can fucking steer me in the right direction here, but it almost feels kind of you, I don't want to say it feels hollow, but it kind of feels yeah. like like here's the bullet point things I need to say. Yeah, and you can't always be positive. Like, no. part of what, what I've told, and I've got it in my fucking uh, intro video on mine, uh, you can come in, you can be sad, angry, you can vent, you can be in a great mood. I don't give a fuck what kind of mood you come in, as long as you're not being an asshole. Everyone in here is super supportive. Everyone will try and help you out with your thing, or you can just come and alert. I don't give a shit. But there's something about the, like, we're always positive, you're gonna in my opinion drive quite a few people out because they're like but what if i'm just not having a good day yeah i, I that's not that's not real you're not a robot you can't yeah. feel good all the time take a magic pill and everything's good yeah there's been a, like like with my community mm. my 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 thing is is okay you're having a shitty day mm -hmm. let's just say you're having a shitty day your girlfriend left you Shit, you got divorced. Somebody in your family got sick with COVID. Mm. We're going to do whatever we can to make your day a little bit better. Yeah. By talking about it, by helping in some way. I mean, we've had so many instances where people said, man, I've never felt more comfortable in being able to be myself and talk. Yeah. In any other community except for, like until now. And mm -hmm. they're, they feel happy. You know, and that makes me happy yeah. because they know that, hey, if there's something they need or someone they need to talk to about something or or whatever, that there's going to have they're going to have somebody within the community that's going to be like, oh, raise their hand up. Like, let's do this. Let's figure this out. You know, yeah. And that's not something that it doesn't come easy and it doesn't it doesn't happen overnight. That's years. Yeah. That's years of work. And it's probably taken them like at least 10 hours just to go. It, fuck, it could be more. That's just a random number. But like, however many hours just to watch you and go, I think I can talk to this guy. And then they send you a message. And then, like, you make me happy. Thank you. And you're like, holy fuck. And they've actually been lurking there for, like, God knows how oh, long. Yeah. And that's the first message they've ever sent. They that... put it all on the line. <laughs> just to, just yeah. to say, hey, uh, thank you. That takes a lot. That really does. There was There was one time when I was streaming. Or, sorry, I wasn't streaming. I was off stream. And oh, and it happened a time when I was streaming, sorry. And it was it was the selling point for me to keep doing Twitch. 
like I, I've always had my doubts of just like, fuck, this isn't going anywhere. Cause I've been doing it for four years and like, you know, I sat at 50 for three or sorry, 48 for three. And then all of a sudden it just went pew, and then it hit where it is now. Um, but I've always had, you know, the doubts of like, Oh God, is this for me? Should I really keep doing this? Is this what I want to do for a career? Which it is, but there was two selling points to me that made me keep doing it. And it was when I got a discord message from someone saying, if it wasn't for the community that you've put together, I wouldn't be here today. And then another person who in chat said, I just wanted to tell you guys before I told anybody else else that I am, uh, I'm not going to say what they came out as, but they came out basically. And they said this was the first place they said it. And they wanted us to know because they felt they had a connection to everyone in the chat. And those two moments were like, holy fuck. Oh my God. Like, I didn't even know how to respond. I was like, I'm so happy that you feel comfortable to say that. And that was the selling point to me personally. That was like, okay, nope, this is what I'm doing. I'm not stopping. (laughs) That, uh, I, I can relate to that a lot. There's, it's, it's, it's so such nice. a, it's such a overwhelming feeling mm-hmm. because you know that you know. Either I don't know. I mean, from experience, some people you know they they've had some really shitty lives and yeah, or they've had people that are doubting them or people that tell them you're not gonna do shit and you're not gonna get anywhere and you're not. Yep. I've had that. I've I've had people tell me that before. Like people that were close to me, people that you know, I thought that cared, they would say things like that. And it was just like, I, I want to change that notion, like, uh, not not to prove anybody wrong, but to show them that there's going to be people there for those people. Like, there's going to be somebody that's going to have your back. And yeah, I've had people say, like, you know, there's been a lot of places that I've been, and I've never felt safe like this. I've never felt happy like this, or I've had a really bad day and, or even the little things like that, you made my day better. Or I've, I mean, I don't want to talk about some of the personal stuff that I've had, but I've had people reach out to me in some of their darkest times. Yeah. And that right there solidifies the reason, you know, one of the many reasons why I do what I do, because I yeah. know, and I understand the impact. And I don't think a lot of people realize that the impact that you can have on someone Mm-hmm whenever you give them a space when you give them something that shows them that there are people that give a shit about them yeah because the whole world is full of it (laughs) or sorry yeah there's it's just i don't know man it's 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 hard to explain to some people like well i want to be a streamer it's like but do you know what that means yeah it's not just playing a game it's not i mean uh, I like to use another example. Yeah. Two, well, three years ago, me and my wife, we, well, it actually took a lot to get her to go. We went to TwitchCon in 2018. And this was the first, first of all, it was the first convention I've ever been to. Yeah. And it was all the way in California. So we had to fly from Louisiana all the way to California. And so it was a big first for both of us. And when we went out there, we were also going to be meeting people that I had, you know, kind of become friends and family, you know, with through my community and their communities. And I was so happy to see them. But once I got out there and I saw the immense 
amount of love and support from all these other streamers, whether it was community members or partners or affiliates or what it didn't even matter. Yeah. You, you got to witness and I, I stood there and I remember looking and I was just like, this is the level of community that is out there. And this is the level of impact that you can have where you're meeting people from across the, the country. You're meeting people, you're seeing people light up and they're happy and they're in their element and they're being able to be themselves. Hmm. And that's what Twitch has given me is the opportunity to be myself. So I try my best to help people see themselves like they've probably never seen before. You know, that, that part of them that either has been beaten down or mm -hmm. washed over or just beaten, like, like brought to a crumble. It's like you are worth so much more and you have so much potential. And I always try to give them references to, like, what happened to me and my wife. Like, we lost everything in, in one of the hurricanes. Oh, and shit. We rebuilt, and we rebuilt. And I always, I always try to tell everybody, it's like, look, we've lost everything except for the clothes on our backs. And I really mean that. Yeah. And that was in the middle of like starting to do YouTube and all that stuff. And, and oh, I was, no. it was such a shitty time and, and we didn't know what was going to happen, but we lost everything and we rebuilt. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are like, Oh, I'm having a rough time. And, and I like to use my story as an example of telling them like, you are strong, way stronger than you think you're capable of. And, you're going to be able to achieve a lot of things, but it's going to, you're going to be able to achieve a lot of things through perseverance. It's going to be tough, mm -hmm. but I know that you're capable of it and I support you. And I want you to know that you're doing a fantastic job. Like I'm always trying to reassure people mm -hmm. because that is a thing that not a lot of people get. They do not get it. Even from people that are their friends or even their family. And that's so sad. Yeah, because I've been surrounded by that, and That's... I don't want to ever let anyone feel that I can that I can help feel that way again. That's a lot of the, um, at least in my experience so far, because everyone's Twitch experience is different. Because there's fucking millions of people on there. Oh God, yes. <laughs> there's a lot of kids who they're just I don't know what it is with a lot of parents nowadays, but they're just so shitty to their children. Yeah. And like I've got kids coming in sometimes who are just they're they're just destroyed because their parents are just so fucking mean to them. And I I know it's not all of them, but it's there's more than I think there should be. Or it's like, "Oh, you know, how's it going?" Like, "Oh, it's not too good today." I'm like, "What's up?" And there's like, "Ah, oh, my mom and dad are fighting again." And it's just like the amount of times that I've heard that it's like, "Fuck, some people should not be having kids." But if they yeah. didn't, then, you know, person A wouldn't be here. And it's just, it's sad. So I'm glad that there's people like, I'm going to say you, not us, people like you on Twitch who are there to support all these people. Yeah, there's, I, I like to use, see, my mom, my mom was always, a, my mom has always been a big pillar of who I am mm. because I've inherited a lot of that from her. Mm -hmm. And she's always been super supportive. She's always, she's always encouraged me to try yeah or to you know give something a shot or or at least give it the opportunity she would never put she never pushed me in any direction my mom was always a supporter of whatever you were doing she was always there she was always supportive 
Okay. Um, as long as you were happy with what you were doing mm. and not for somebody else. And she, she's done a lot in her life and she always inspired me to like push myself basically. And she was always a compassion, per- compassionate person. She was always there to help people mm-hmm. like our house. When I was growing up was kind of like everybody's house. Like other kids in the neighborhood who were in like that scenario, their families were distraught, their parents were fighting. Those kids would come to our house because my mom was their mom. Hmm. So I feel like I've kind of inherited that where like come to our house or come to our community because I'll be there for you. I'll be some kind of I don't know, rock that you need in this chaos of a universe that's spinning out of control. <laughs> Like I could be something, yeah. you know, and if, if that little something gives you a little bit more balance, mm-hmm. a little bit more of a, a push or some kind of support to lean on, then I've done my job. Do you have kids? And no, me, me and my wife have no kids. We have no plans to have kids. Yeah. Are you, we, you uh, are you more of a fan? Sorry. Um, I, I'm fucking new to this whole 2021 thing, kind of. So I'm trying to make sure I don't offend people by asking. But oh no, uh, are you more a fan of just being like uh, an internet dad? Is what I'm gonna call it. Uh, I don't. Well, I wouldn't say an internet dad. Yeah, or probably a better parent, way to say it. Parent figure. Yeah. Uh, maybe somebody more along the lines of. I don't know. It's kind of a weird. I don't know how I would put that in. Is he not a, a role I. model? <laughs> like a role model? Like yeah. a, like some somebody that you can say, "Hey, look, I can either talk to this person. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm always there. You know, I'm always responding to people. Yeah. Um, I always give the opportunity for someone to 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 to, to lean on if they need it need be, which I've had happen many times. Yeah. Um not like a doctor phil or anything like oh, that. Oh fuck it's... no. <laughs> but uh he cheats on his wife anyway so. Yeah. Let's hope not. A lot like my mom, I feel yeah. somebody that is a friend but also can be um somewhat of a, a not a parent but I guess just some kind of guardian. Yeah. Like somebody who can be there for you when you need them. And I feel like it's sad because there's not a lot of people that are like that. They just worry about themselves. You know, Especially like, nowadays, man. Yeah. If you're going to talk to me, what am I going to get out of this conversation? You know, oh. like, how is this going to benefit me? What are you going to do for me? It's like, no, I'm here to help you. Yeah. You know? Um, but I, I feel like I kind of take that role myself on purpose because I know that there are people that need help, but they don't know how to ask for it. Yeah. Or they're scared. <laughs> I know to. because I used to be there, you know? Yeah. Or they're scared to because fear of rejection is like, I almost feel like it's a thing that just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger every year. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at social media does that too. Oh, dude. That's why I fucking deleted Facebook. I don't go near it. I deleted Twitter. I created a new one specifically for Twitch. And my life hasn't never been better. Good, it's good separation. Oh my god, it's so beautiful. The only people I talk to on Twitter now are people I have on Twitch. That's it. Yeah, I don't do Facebook. Oh god, it's so anymore. I only keep Messenger because I use it to talk to my wife, and that's yep. basically it. Yeah. But 
yeah I, I try to stay away from that stuff and then yeah most people I interact with are people that i've met through the platform either tiktok or twitch or discord and yes yeah. that's, that's it's it's much much better that way yeah personally i all of my friends are through twitch now it's odd but i personally enjoy it i feel like i'm closer to a lot of the people i've met on twitch than i am in real life which sounds super messed up but i've thought about thought about it a few times and it just i don't know that's just how it feels i'll tell you like this me and my wife like legitimately which we're not going to do because we got mm -hmm. a new house but we if if other situations weren't happening yeah me and my wife would actually consider the notion of moving to another state to mm -hmm. be with people that we've met through Twitch because That's they are closer awesome. to family than some family are. That's kind Swear. of amazing. <laughs> I'll, I'll even give you another one. There are two people in my community that met through my Twitch Aww. in my community where the guy moved to another state to be together and they're going to get married. That's so fucking awesome. They met through my channel. Aww. And uh, I've actually been invited to a couple weddings also. Because how long, they how long have you been streaming so then? Um, over four years. Okay. Myself, yeah. And and you know, like you were saying too, and and to kind of put this in comparison, I didn't have as much success at all up until a year and a half ago. Yeah, that's actually the same actually time more as... a year. Yeah. So me and you are almost in the same shoes. <laughs> yeah, I I started in 2017 on, it was mainly Twitch, and then I would upload VODs to YouTube immediately afterwards, not knowing that that's actually a, a bannable offense by Twitch standards. Um, yeah. I, you have to wait 24 hours, and then you can, but I had no idea at the time. You know um, how people actually follow that rule? Oh, like, none of them. <laughs> I know. What is Twitch going to do, ban me? <laughs> but there's, uh, I've told a couple people, you know how when everyone started streaming recently, they're like, oh, I'm still at like 40 people. What the fuck is this? I've been streaming for two weeks. I know I sound two like weeks. an asshole, but I have absolutely no sympathy for them. Like none whatsoever. It's the it's the instant need for gratification for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, again, I, I compare this to the fucking the equipment thing that we were talking about earlier doing this for four years and being stuck at 48 or in between 40 and 48 for like two of those years and then going to like 150 and then to 250 and then to 350 and then to six fucking 50 in the past few months you you appreciate it so much more oh yeah like so much if you go from zero to like four thousand depending on the type of person you are that's what you're going to expect all the time depending on yeah. the type of person you're because some people know like i just got fucking lucky man like i don't know i just got lucky. lightning in a bottle i don't know what's going on yeah pretty much god damn dude you know what that was i'm fuck you're good to talk to i can <laughs> see how a couple times <laughs> i can see how and why your shit exploded as it did um just to make you feel a little bit better maybe or make you feel worse i don't really know i was so goddamn nervous to ask you if you wanted to do this you're not the, don't even worry about it because I hear that a lot. I, I almost feel bad because somewhat I feel like my personality can be intimidating. It wasn't your personality. No, no, because by talking to you, I was like, this guy's pretty dope. It was your fucking numbers, it was your numbers oh. and your recent explosion. I saw it and I'm like, why the fuck would he want to talk to me? 
Oh, and I was just like, man. no, I got to do it. I need to. Those, I need to talk to this guy because I know he's got a story. Those numbers mean fuck all. Yeah. Those numbers are just there for other people to look at. Not, like, And I know you hear it. Everybody fucking hears it. Everybody that's out there and streaming is like, don't look at your numbers. You know, it's there. Yeah. It's always going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't hurt to look at it or, you know, but this is the way I look at it. Yeah. I use those things again, going back as a means of seeing where I progressed. Yeah. Okay. This is where I was so long ago, eight years ago, five Mm -hmm. years ago, whatever. Obviously something works and those numbers will change. They will reflect that. But if those numbers don't change, they go down. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing something wrong. Yeah. It just means that other people's tastes may change. Yeah. Which they will. And it, yeah. I've had people come and go. Oh, yeah. It's, it's inevitable in the space because no, there are, there are people in my community that have been there from day one. Yeah. And you know what? Those are some fucking OGs. Yeah. And, but those are, those are very rare instances. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I want people, they're going to be here forever. It's like, they're not. No, they're not you're going to have a handful. People. You're going to have a handful that are going to be your ride or die, you know, crew. And they're going to be the ones that are easy to spot out, you know. Oh, yeah. People that have been part of this community and they've been there. They've seen the rough shit at the beginning and then they've seen it now and mm-hmm. they appreciate it. They do. And it's kind of like sharing that tale sharing that journey like look where we were then look where we are now and all that is out in front of us and i appreciate the fuck out of those people like so much because they have seen it but now people are joining in now and they don't see what it used to be so i kind of i i i I kind of hate it because they they haven't been there for the whole time which is not possible that's unrealistic yeah um but there is definitely a disconnect on some of those on some of those um, relations with that. But still, all in all, it, yeah, all those numbers and stuff. A lot of people they scale themselves based on that, or or I can't do this with this person because their numbers are way higher than mine. Or like I just did. I don't want to collaborate <laughs> with this person because they don't meet my numbers. Yeah, like, oh, like dude, that. that drives me fucking insane. It drives me nuts because I've sorry, this shit gets me angry. I knew <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I knew people beforehand. And when they were around the same again, numbers, right? The only number I turn off, by the way, is the view count. That's it. Because I've seen I've seen my facial reaction change by looking at the view count. So I turn it off because I I cannot control it. I've tried. Yeah. And I saw countless fucking videos where I'd look over and I could tell I was bummed. So I turned the view count off. Everything else is always on. But there was people who were, we were sitting around each other that, you know, they were low counts or sorry, small counts, not low counts. We were all around the same. And they were very heavy into the, uh, I support all small streamers, blah, 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 blah. Good. You know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) Because there's, there are the type who are like, I support small streamers. And, you know, they're the good ones. But then there's the type where I support small streamers. You know, and you can tell there's that little bit of fucking shittiness to their voice. And yeah. as soon as they skyrocketed up, guess who wasn't even a friend or important anymore? All of the other people that they used. Oh, it drives me man. fucking insane. Because I've seen I've, it so many times now. That re- that instantly will... That instantly will ruin a relationship. 
like in the space when you use people as a stepping stone look i know damn well that there are opportunities given my numbers blah 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 quotation marks Mm -hmm. um that you know that may be more approachable to some people but you know what that is that's using what i've built in this community as a fucking stepping stone and i will never ever fucking do that i will never use my uh friends my community as a means to propel myself higher because that just that's, that's i don't know that that really pisses me off yeah it's and, and you see it happen because it let's be honest let's 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 not yeah. let's not say that it doesn't exist because streaming and content creation is a competitive is a competitive scene because you oh yeah are inevitably you are without controlling you are against other channels yeah that's not something that you have any control over it's a numbers game let's just yeah. just be honest with it but it it matters more when you are the one using it as a tool to go against other people or if you're using that to help people mm-hmm. and look there's there are channels and there are people that I still watch and I'll still raid and support that yeah. it sucks because they don't get enough traction and I do everything I can to help them as much as I can because it I hurts. feel like they deserve it. And, yeah, and it hurts when you know, like, this guy's fucking great. We just need more people to see him. This guy's amazing. Yeah. Go watch it. Yeah. And I, I feel bad because I know, I know for sure that people looking at me that mm-hmm. are maybe close to me that may be saying like, oh, bro, I've been with this guy for this long and his numbers are here and my numbers are here. And it does turn into a mental numbers game and it it's, sucks. Yeah. But you know what's the problem with that though is the fact that the platforms are the things that are creating that competition. Like exactly. Like okay, you go into a category. Who's at the top? The person with the most viewers. Yeah. People at the bottom with the least viewers. I'm not saying it needs to be a level playing field no. for everybody because obviously some people have channels that let's just be honest aren't worth watching because they put zero fucking effort into their content. They yeah. do. They don't care. They're just like how we said before. I'm gonna turn on the game. I'm gonna play. And whoever comes in, whatever, I don't care if they watch or not. Yeah. Like, that's the <laughs> and first... then you're wondering why your channel don't grow. <sighs> that's the first, one of the first things I do, sorry, when I go, before I raid somebody is, I'll, uh, I try not to do it anymore. Thanks to talking to a friend, I was about to say, I will send a mod. But after talking to somebody, it's like, stop asking your mods to do things for you. If you have time, do it yourself. Then that kind of rubbed off of me. So every time I'm just like, I'm just going to fucking do it myself because it, it, it just rubbed me the wrong way. But I'll go into somebody's chat and I'll say, Hey, how are you doing? And if they take like more than 30 seconds to respond, they'll be like, Nope, not rating you. Because I know that's what everyone who comes to mind is. They're like, they want an active chat looking streamer person thing. They want engagement. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. I've had, yeah. a, I've had a full tall boy of this beer, man. So <laughs> words, not I'm for me. A tall glass of water. Oh, Jesus. Gotta stay hydrated, man. Yeah. I drank too much in my truck today and had to pee like eight times. It was ridiculous. Oh, Lord. Yeah. And I'm not um, about to pee in a bottle. Not that desperate. Not yet. Nope. I'm not a trucker. <laughs> um, I kind of, well, I usually rate a lot of people that have that have been part of my community for a long time. Like, oh, they're alive. I'll go through all my close friends first mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before going. I do like to raid a lot of people that are random mm-hmm. um or suggestions i actually have like a channel points redemption thing where it's like you redeem your points and you pick who we raid i think it's a great tool yep guide um, the raid 
like yeah, it. They, 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 they do that. And it's like almost every time the people that have suggested are, are good people, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, if they don't, nobody uses that, then I will take a suggestion or something. But I always tell them, it's like, okay, look, we've never read this channel before. I have, it's like a disclaimer, basically. Like, yeah. I've never read the channel. I don't know what to expect because sometimes you do read somebody and they just are shitty. Like, yeah. And I mean, shitty as an attitude mm-hmm. or they have no passion. Like, oh, the, the, you, you, I always think about this. Like, this is this gloss over eye look with the slack jaw. Oh, fuck and me. Playing, and it's like, yeah oh, give me something give me something you know yeah. you're an entertainer for christ's sakes yeah. man entertain me you... <laughs> dance monkey <laughs> sorry <laughs> i want to see your bet no I, I don't ever expect him to do that but yeah. uh, i i have told this to a couple of people and i think it helps um i think it's helped some people kind of use as a guide and okay i'm it's not like a you know streamer tips or whatever bullshit that no that's partially what these are for so go to go to town man <laughs> um no, but I think this is a good guideline that I've kind of not established. I don't mm-hmm. want to say that, but I've I've kind of formulated over my time on streaming is like there are three tiers of streamers. Okay. okay. Number one, you have the completely casual, I want to play with my friends on Twitch streamer. Like you literally have nothing that you're trying to achieve other than playing and streaming you're like streaming your game maybe people you know okay come watch me that's fine completely everything is fine with that if you understand that's that's what you're doing yeah then you have basically like the tier two which is the streamer who wants to see what they're kind of capable of in the scene you know you know that there's a potential to kind of grow an audience maybe not you know obviously not make a career out of it mm-hmm. but you want to take it to a to a point where it can be a um successful side hobby i like to call it okay. not a career and then you have the tier three where it's the people or individuals who are literally trying to do this as a substitute career or side career or full-time yeah again all three tiers of those are perfectly fine but understanding where you sit in yeah. that is going to help you um really set your bars and your expectations and your your evaluation of what you're doing because it's gonna it, it shows in the quality of what you're doing like okay hey um i'm a streamer that hit affiliate okay that's great not super hard to achieve i'm going to be completely honest a yeah lot especially of, now it's not that hard to achieve but then once people hit affiliate, they're like, okay, which is good. You know, you hit affiliate, it gives you a, a little, little verification, like, hey, what I'm doing works. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's test that a little bit further. And then it gets to the point where like, okay, maybe I can hit a part partner status. Not necessary to be successful at no. all. No. But another guideline saying, hey, you've achieved this amount of growth and you have this amount of attention and support maybe you can reach further beyond that now to back all the way back up to the beginning if you're trying to be someone in that realm of being i guess successful on the platform when people look at affiliate or partner or non-affiliate yeah when people hit partner that's the beginning of the journey yeah that's the very beginning that's all the stuff you did it before then was a test (laughs) that was a pre-test i can see that 
and but no a lot of people they 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 don't see that you can fit within one of those three tiers and mm-hmm. still have a good time as a streamer you mm-hmm. know you don't have to be the best of the best or you don't have to be a partner or even affiliate to make an impact and like me and you we try to make impacts on people that's we all i want to do yeah and getting those messages and kind of coming back full circle with that is yeah verification that what you're doing is helping somebody else see like the only way the only difference that i see between partner because i haven't looked into it i personally don't give a shit if i get partner or not i also have this long running joke with everyone in my stream that the minute i get partner i'm gonna lose it after like two days um (laughs) like fucking almost guaranteed but the only thing that i know is different is that you get 75 percent more of what twitch pays you out and that's the only difference and like I don't really care. Yeah, it's like I I do obviously because you know this is what I yeah, want to do for a career. This... But at the same time, that's not my driving factor. It's not gonna it's not gonna stop you. Yeah, exactly. If you don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. The the way that I look at it, like which this kind of sucks. And again, this is mm. because of the platform and the way that they've created this system of success, quote unquote, is that obviously if some streamer hits partner when mm-hmm. it comes to outside um eyes mm-hmm. they'll look at you and say oh you achieved this maybe we'll work with you or maybe uh, your brand will look at you that it it sucks because it opens up doors for people yeah. that you know i'm not saying they don't I'm, I'm not i'm not gonna say that people don't deserve it obviously because they've achieved something but there are people who are inherently more entertaining and they're not partners and they offer a lot more or they do a lot more with their platform like yeah and they just can't like, hit that 75 yeah like there's a ton of things that we do especially with my community like we do a mm-hmm. lot of charity work and yeah. i absolutely love doing charity work because it's helping others that are in need like we do stuff for saint jude we do stuff for Damn. Extra life we've raised money for hurricane relief because yeah I live in hurricane central yeah no that's fair. um but like all those things or even going to support other channels like a lot of people don't realize how much you can impact others with your platform without having a check mark next to your fucking name yep you know see i'd like to get your opinion on something then there's Make a guy that i know and i will not use names you know because that's a dick move there's a guy that i know who will not raid smaller channels because and i quote with a few words that are probably not in what they said if i raid a smaller channel and i come in with a lot of viewers it's something that they're going to grow to expect and it's just going to disappoint them i can kind of agree with that a little bit but isn't it a little bit egotistical it is egotistical I, I see it from both sides. Yeah. And I'll I'll tell you why. Please. So to be fair with raids mm-hmm. or big hosts or whatever. Okay. What really sucks about it is that raids inherently do and do not help the streamer that's getting raided unless they're already an established member within I guess their respective communities. Okay. So let's just say Let's just say I'm playing a game. And actually, it's kind of funny because I, I saw a TikTok today about this. 
let's say I'm playing Battlefield. Okay, I'm streaming Battlefield. I got like 200 viewers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And th- these people, let's just say I'm a different streamer though. Like not yeah. me, but yeah. different streamer. It's me. I'm playing Battlefield. I got 200 viewers. They're always there watching me playing Battlefield or shooters or whatever. Okay. And they've come to know that content. And I go raid a random channel that's playing Minecraft yep. with 200 viewers. What do you think are the odds that those people that I raided him with or rated that channel with are going to stay and watch or return back to that Minecraft channel if they're used to watching a certain kind of content on my channel. So wouldn't that in turn mean that you should maybe be rating somebody who is similar to your channel then? Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Then it would be, then it would be beneficial. Now I don't agree with the notion of not rating channels that are smaller. I rate people that have like one viewer. Yeah. Cause I don't give a shit about, any kind of return on it. Like they're, a lot yeah. of people do that. And they're like, I'm only going to raid somebody who's the same because maybe their viewers will come to me and yeah, then it becomes that's... this bullshit scenario Fuck. where people use their viewers. Like it's a currency. It's, it's Oh, it drives me fucking crazy, man. It's what this platform shouldn't stand for. Yeah. It's that's and and I actually talked about this a, a good while back, how mm. people, use or no they 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 think of their viewer count like some kind of like currency or or some kind of monetary number like oh i have this many viewers and that means i inherently have this much amount of value um when it comes to another channel either like unfortunately competing against another channel yeah that bothers me it bothers me a lot too because i never thought of it that way and now that i am i don't like it (laughs) <laughs> they um another thing that kind of is it, it it this i really hate is when which don't get me wrong big channels they yep. deserve all the love and support because they're big for a reason people love them yeah they're successful what i don't like is when people try to get a group of people together to go raid a big stream to be like it's like waving a bear like hey look at me you know maybe you'll come raid me you know oh, it's God, like yeah you're 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 throwing water into an ocean like a cup of water into an ocean yeah it's you're doing nothing like Like, why in the fuck would i raid somebody who has 400 viewers with my 20 what in (laughs) god's name is that like it's just gonna be thanks man and then that's it or not even that they're just like cool right on man cool raid, and then back it just oh god i I mean i'm not a sorry go ahead oh I was gonna say I don't expect whenever I raid someone for them to like yeah. lose their mind and freak out or anything like that, but they do appreciate it way more yeah. than someone who is already like when people have suggested some people to raid mm-hmm. and they're and I go look at because I always like pull up their channel and I watch yeah. it for a little bit and I'm like they have 200 viewers right now. Do I've, they really need my help? I've had that before. Help, yeah, it's like could we help somebody who's got like five viewers that I know personally? See, you're probably like, nicer than I am in that sense because I've had a couple of people like you should raid this person, and I'll go and look and be like, why the fuck would I raid this person? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I always try to be, I always try to have them see it from my perspective. Like, well, yeah. they're already having a good successful stream. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying it wouldn't help them, it would, but like maybe we could be a little bit more helpful. It's like. What's the bigger help that we could do mm-hmm. out of this situation, you know? And, and exactly, I don't know. I I like to use what we have established to help as many people as possible. That's always been a big thing with me and why I do what I do, not for clout or not for yeah. for 
you know, like, oh, look what look what Tubin did, or you know, it's I I kind of hate that, yeah, because I just want to support people, but without the groveling, I don't exactly, yeah, I don't like the groveling. It's you know, when there actually is a close friend of mine, and I'm not going to use his name, but if he hears this, um, I love his face, <laughs> yeah. but he, I had to kind of check him on this because I told him, I was like, dude, you know, I've helped you out. And he always gives me a lot of credit. Like, Oh yeah. Tubin pushed me to do this. And he opened, you know, he, he helped me see the potential and do all this stuff. I was like, look, I, I'm helping you. I love to help you. I really do. But you don't have to grovel to me. You yeah. Know? I, I helped you to the door, but you're the one who opened it. Not yep. me. I did none of that. I just showed you where to find that door. Cause some people have trouble. They yeah. really do. They have no sense of direction. And obviously with someone like myself who's been in this, I guess, uh, platform scene or whatever you want to call it for this long, obviously yeah. there's knowledge that comes with it. And I have no problem sharing that knowledge. But I'm going to lead you up to a certain point and then I'm just going to let go of the reins and be like, yeah. all right, it's time for you to figure out. Because if you keep trying to do what I do, you're just going to become a copy of me. And then you're going to have zero amount of separation. You're not going to find who you are. I don't want to do that. I don't want to implant some seed in you. Sounds kind of sexual, but no, no, <laughs> I don't no. want to, imp- I don't want to implant this idea in their head of what they need to be when they really need to figure out who they are. Yeah. Rather than just trying to copy someone like a lot of people try to copy big streamers. Let's be honest. You've seen it. I've seen it. Oh God. Yeah. Like, like almost they- everything is exactly the same. It's like, dude, how are you going to stand out? You're not. You're not going to establish yourself as somebody who's different and unique if you're trying to copy everybody. Well, you know, there's a difference between inspiration and then just imitation. Yeah. Big difference. No. Agreed. But I like that little tangent. That was pretty good. (laughs) It was. I have one last question for you. Last one. Because this is the longest I've ever gone on these, but I just, I'm fucking, I'm so enjoying myself. Um, (laughs) So my last question is shout outs. That's all the shout context outs. I'm getting. I'm, I'm going to give you shout outs in Twitch. I feel awkward. Okay. So somebody <laughs> comes outs. into your chat and somebody's just oh. like, Oh, Hey, can get that guy a shout out? Oh, um, how do you think oh, they should I... be done? Well, myself, I, I love to promote people in my channel. Mm-hmm. I love to do it. I, well, there, there's, hmm, there's a, a nice way of doing it where it doesn't feel like groveling and yep. it doesn't feel like putting people in the spotlight. Although, like when people obviously when they they do like raids and stuff, I love to yeah. throw them commands and I talk a little bit about them and mm-hmm. or I ask them about you know their games and stuff and if people like that. One of the things I really love to do which I should be doing more often, but because everything's going to be thrown out of whack. Yeah. Um, what I used to love doing was when I was live and somebody I knew was live also, we would go and I would try to do this around the beginning of the month because I love doing this. I think it's hilarious. Okay. It's going in when somebody else is live and say, look, I'm going to tell everybody in my chat. I said, look, if you have the opportunity or two things, mm-hmm. um, first of all, they should definitely follow if they want to, yeah, so I'm not going to twist their arm. I'll say, look, I'm going to put this person's channel in the Twitch chat of my choosing. It's completely my choosing. Yeah, I said I want you to go and give them a follow, um, give them some love and support. I know this person; they're in my community. 
They really deserve it. And if you have it available, if you have like a Twitch Prime sub, go give it to them right now. Don't give it to me. Hmm. Go give it to them. I've done that. And those people have lost their fucking minds because <laughs> they don't damn, know what's dude. happening. Yeah. They don't know what's happening. And I love it. And uh, it's a great little surprise. But I try to do it at the beginning of the month because a lot of people at the beginning of the month, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But like, of course, raids. I got cast the commands that I use that where I'll shout them out. Yeah. Um, I love doing that. Um, whenever people ask for shout outs, that's kind of weird. Yeah, it is. I, I I don't get that really often, to be fair. No. I don't personally, but um, actually, I don't think I've really gotten it, but maybe only a handful of times. It's a little bit weird. Um, yeah. Also, like people trying to self-promote. That's yeah, uh, I don't I personally, I don't mind if if they've been around for quite a while. They're like, hey, I'm going to go stream. I'm like, right on, man. Have a good night. If, if they've been around for a while. But like if you're a weekend, it's like, dude. Yeah. Um, or like they're talking and then all of a sudden out of the blue, I've actually had this kind of recently. I've had yeah. some people were like, they're talking, you know, engaging in chat like normal. And they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to be playing this game on this day at this time. And like that's just came out of nowhere. Like, yeah. why would you say that? Well, cause you've got a high view count and they know that everyone's watching. Yes, they yeah. do. And it sucks because recently going back to the view count thing, mm -hmm. I don't pay attention to that. I only look at my like stream summary at the end just to kind of like see what happened. Yeah. Unless my wife tells me beforehand because she watches all my streams. She's yeah, one lucky. of the best mods. <laughs> Mine <laughs> I doesn't. I love my wife. I love my wife. Yeah. Uh, kind of a humble brag. Um, but I hate when people in the chat are going, oh, bro, you got this many viewers. I I'm fucking like, hate that. Why'd you fucking have to say that? Yeah, I now I'm going to be thinking know. about it. Yeah, and I'm going to be, th and I'm just like, huh, that's kind of cool. And then I just, I try to move on from it because yeah. I really don't care. Yeah. I always gauge the chat activity on the stream like what's what's happening it gives me a better idea because those numbers might not reflect the people that are lurking or the mm -hmm. people that are just kind of like away and they're doing something else because you, you don't nobody's gonna sit nobody is sitting there for the whole three hours glued to their seat yeah i mean they might have a few but not all of them doing it some of them are going to take a piss or going to eat something or they got they, they told me oh we got you up on the, the big tv yeah and then of course they're probably chit-chatting and doing whatever and that's great i love that you know they're there supporting in whatever way they're most comfortable with yeah um but yeah the the shout out thing is so weird like so, i've had people on tiktok ask for that too and i'm like what do you want me what do you what are you asking for yeah so the shout outs like, for me um see i love the amount of fucking detail you went into <laughs> but what i meant was uh when it comes to shout outs so like i'll go to some people's channels and they'll just be like hey can i get a shout out for fucking blah 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 and that's it but the oh. thing is is if if you're shouting somebody out in my and this is just my opinion if I, i'm gonna use use it you as an example for uh for this if i'm gonna shout you out and you come in and you're like hey man how's it going I'm like fucking shout that guy out matt right now you guys he's fucking incredible these are the games he's playing this is why you should follow him this is the energy he's got he actively talks to his chat you're probably gonna have a good fucking time like not just hey shout him out you're not giving anybody a, you're not trying to sell yeah the, you're, you're not trying to sell them yeah like what what's the point in shouting somebody out if you're not going to try and sell them to the people who are there because exactly. then all you're doing is you're just doing it because it's a, like a handshake. You're doing the yeah. handshake because it's expected, but you're not doing it for the reason that it's 
there for. Like it, I, try, I try my best to like pump them up, you know. Yeah. But in the situation, I mean, I've some sometimes like we're well, if we get rated, you know, I have my little my little raid scene that I do. That's all like I put a lot of work into that one, and then yeah, I do that to welcome their viewers in. You know, thank them for sharing their community, like trusting them with us, and then I ask them, and I I like I try to get a nice one on one because mm-hmm. then it lets other people know what they're doing. And what they're playing and what they did. And I'm like, oh, bro, y'all should totally, you know, go give them some love and, and go check out their channel. And I, I love being there. And hmm. um, it's it's like a mixture. I mean, it's not as super personal. Yeah. As I would. I, I need to get better at it. I'll, I'll admit that. I need to get a little bit better at it. Um, but it obviously needs to be more. It needs to be as natural as possible. You don't want it to be like this canned thing that you do. Yeah. Except for I do have my little, I have my dumb little thing that I do that one of my, a couple of my community members make fun of me because I kind of have this, like this, this, um, this pitch, which I know a lot of people do. It's like, oh, hey, I'm Tubin. This is what I stream. You know, it's, but it's really (laughs) brief. Mine is pretty straightforward. It's like, hey, I'm Tubin. I'm from South Louisiana. I'm a variety streamer. I like these games. How you doing? Happy to have you all here. Like, it's kind of like this quick little pitch and you know this guy's from here he does this and i think that's a great little thing i should probably start doing that that's an amazing idea it's i don't even know where i picked that up from i just kind of naturally combined it together like when a raid or a host comes in because new viewers don't know you and it's like you're giving them a nice personal greeting that's like oh what's up raiders you know you're, you're instead of addressing everybody kind of in a group you're like Hey, this is me. You know what's up? You know, like I like I said, it's like, hey, I'm Tubin. Happy yeah. to have you here. I'm a variety streamer from South Louisiana. I've been streaming on Twitch for over four years. Currently, we're playing this. Um, I'm also into these series, and uh, we're happy to have you here. And I kind of do like a little catch up on like, oh, this is our scary Saturday stream. We do this every Saturday, huh. like just a little brief. You know, you, it's like a little pitch, but n- not super canned i guess it's not it's it can you know you try to make it be as natural with the given situation or whoever's coming to raid or whatever yeah um but i I, hey look take it (laughs) twist it to your own little way god damn i dig it man fucking an hour and 40 goddamn minutes this has been incredible dude thank you so much thank you way too much no i fucking (laughs) i enjoyed this i really did um thank you Again, I was nervous oh, to ask you, and you. I'm glad I fucking powered through it, because goddamn. I'm going to keep this man up all night. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me, senpai. Um, but yeah, if you don't mind, give yourself your fucking, you know, pitch yourself, plug yourself. That's what it's called. Plug yourself, please. Like like this heater I got plugged into my feet because it's I really guess cold? So. I guess you could. Yeah, I, don't, I can't find um, my slippers right now, so my feet are pretty cold, too. Well... <clears throat> tighten the tie um no i mean the i try to keep it as simple as possible tube and monkey on everything tube and monkey on twitch tube and monkey on youtube tube and monkey on twitter instagram and tiktok the same name on everything that's kind of impressive i try to keep it simple it, that is kind <laughs> of impressive i do i really try because uh i don't 
I, it annoys me when everybody has confusing different names on different platforms. Yeah, because they picked a name that is taken on different things, so they end like an underscore at one side and then a one on the other thing and yeah. another one. And, yeah. It's literally the same on everything. Yep. Except for, oh, YouTube is Tubin Space Monkey. Ah. But, so all I'm going to yeah. ask of you then is to send me all of that over Discord so I can copy and paste it. Uh, oh, yeah. This will be up on tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow at noon. I put what? these up... Uh, the next day at noon there's absolutely no cuts i don't cut anything out of these nothing it's all just and slapped on and that's it i like sorry for all my rambling no man <laughs> i my thing is i like everything to be organic i i don't like you know oh i didn't like this one section it was dull so i'm cutting it out and that's how i treated my youtube too i wanted everything to be organic i cut very little out which is probably why my youtube doesn't do as well as i'd like it to because i'm doing it the way i want to which is play the game, cut out the silence when there's nothing happening, and then put all of the gameplay in. But that's just me. That's nice, though. Yeah, that's just, like Clean you said. Clean cut, but raw. Yeah, like you said, do it for you. And that's exactly. what I did. Thank you very yeah. much, man. And, thank you. Uh, to all of you guys, have a fantastic fucking day or evening. And uh, thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this hour and 40 minutes of fucking spectacular shit. It was fun talking to you. <laughs> you too, man. All right. Goodbye, everybody.